Prepare to be lulled into a peaceful slumber with today's story, you had a high school friend who always talked about world domination. Chapter 1 As a young adult, Jack had always been fascinated by his friend's grandiose dreams of world domination. They would sit in the back of the classroom, scribbling notes and sketches of their future empire. Jack never took it too seriously, but he always admired his friend's ambition. Years went by, and Jack lost touch with his old friend. He went on to college, got a job, and settled into a comfortable routine. But one day, out of the blue, he received a message from his old friend. Jack, it's been too long. I hope you're doing well. Listen, I need a favor. I need you to promise me something. Jack was hesitant, but he agreed to listen. I need you to promise me that if I ever become a leader of a country, you'll be my right-hand man. You'll be my general. Jack laughed. You're still talking about world domination? Sure, I promise. But I don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. 20 years later, Jack had long forgotten about that promise. He had a successful career and a happy family. But one day, he received a phone call that would change his life. Jack, it's me. I did it. I became the leader of a country. And I need you to come to me. You promised to be my general. Jack was in shock. He didn't know what to say. But something inside him stirred. A sense of adventure, of possibility. He had always been a bit of a dreamer himself. So he packed his bags and set off for the unknown. He didn't know what to expect, but he was ready for anything. He was going on a journey, and he was the hero of his own story. Chapter 2 Jack arrived in the country that his old friend now ruled over, feeling a mix of excitement and apprehension. As he stepped off the plane, he was greeted by a group of soldiers who escorted him to a waiting car. The streets were lined with people cheering and waving flags, and Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of awe at the power his friend now held. When he arrived at the palace, he was ushered into a grand room where his friend was waiting for him. The two embraced, and Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of pride for his friend's accomplishments. Over the next few days, Jack was introduced to the inner workings of the country. He met with government officials, military leaders, and even attended a few public events with his friend. It was clear that his friend was beloved by the people, and Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of admiration for the way he had transformed the country. But as the days went on, Jack began to notice some troubling signs. His friends seemed to be increasingly paranoid, and Jack couldn't help but feel like he was being watched at all times. He also noticed that there were a number of people who seemed to be living in poverty, despite the country's apparent prosperity. One day, Jack decided to confront his friend about his concerns. I'm worried about you, he said. You seem to be under a lot of stress, and I'm not sure this is the best way to run a country. His friend grew angry. You don't understand, he said. I have enemies everywhere. I have to be careful. 
And as for the poverty, it's not my fault. These people are lazy and don't want to work. Jack was taken aback by his friend's response. He had always known him to be ambitious, but he had never imagined that he would be willing to sacrifice the well-being of his people for his own gain. Over the next few weeks, Jack struggled with what to do. He had made a promise to his friend, but he couldn't ignore the suffering he saw around him. Finally, he made a decision. He would confront his friend one last time, and if he didn't see a change, he would leave the country. As he walked into his friend's office, he could feel his heart pounding in his chest. But he knew he had to do what was right. Listen, he said. I can't stay here any longer. I can't be a part of this. You need to change your ways, or I'm leaving. His friend looked at him for a long moment and then nodded. You're right, he said. I've lost sight of what's important. I'll do better. Jack felt a sense of relief wash over him. Maybe there was hope for his friend and his country after all. Chapter 3 Jack spent the next few weeks working closely with his friend to implement changes in the country. They worked tirelessly to improve the lives of the people, and Jack was proud to see his friend's commitment to making things right. Together, they launched a series of initiatives to combat poverty and improve access to education and healthcare. They also worked to root out corruption in the government and ensure that the country's resources were being used for the benefit of all. As they worked, Jack began to see a change in his friend. He seemed more relaxed, more focused on the needs of the people. And as the country began to thrive under their leadership, Jack felt a sense of fulfillment that he had never experienced before. But despite their progress, there were still those who opposed their efforts. Jack and his friend received threats on a daily basis, and there were several attempts on their lives. It was a constant reminder of the challenges they faced, and the danger that came with their positions of power. One day, as Jack was walking through the streets of the capital city, he was approached by a group of protesters. They were angry about the changes that had been made, and they accused Jack and his friend of being puppets of foreign powers. Jack tried to reason with them, but they grew more and more agitated. Suddenly, one of the protesters pulled out a gun and aimed it at Jack's head. In that moment, Jack's life flashed before his eyes. He thought of his family, his friends, and all the things he had yet to accomplish. But then, something inside him stirred. A sense of courage, of determination. He looked the protester in the eye and said, I'm not afraid of you. I believe in what we're doing here. And I'm willing to die for it. The protester hesitated for a moment and then lowered his gun. Jack breathed a sigh of relief and then walked away, his heart pounding in his chest. As he made his way back to the palace, he realized that he had truly become a hero in his own story. He had faced danger and adversity, and he had emerged stronger for it. And as he continued to work with his friend to build a better future for their country, he knew that he was exactly where he was meant to be. Chapter 4 
As Jack continued to work with his friend to build a better future for their country, he couldn't help but feel a sense of pride in what they had accomplished. The poverty rate had dropped, access to education and healthcare had improved, and the people seemed happier than ever before. But despite their progress, there were still those who opposed their efforts. Jack and his friend received threats on a daily basis, and there were several attempts on their lives. It was a constant reminder of the challenges they faced, and the danger that came with their positions of power. One day, as Jack was walking through the streets of the capital city, he was approached by a group of protesters. They were angry about the changes that had been made, and they accused Jack and his friend of being puppets of foreign powers. Jack tried to reason with them, but they grew more and more agitated. Suddenly, one of the protesters pulled out a gun and aimed it at Jack's head. In that moment, Jack's life flashed before his eyes. He thought of his family, his friends, and all the things he had yet to accomplish. But then, something inside him stirred. A sense of courage, of determination. He looked the protester in the eye and said, I'm not afraid of you. I believe in what we're doing here. And I'm willing to die for it. The protester hesitated for a moment and then lowered his gun. Jack breathed a sigh of relief and then walked away, his heart pounding in his chest. As he made his way back to the palace, he realized that he had truly become a hero in his own story. He had faced danger and adversity, and he had emerged stronger for it. And as he continued to work with his friend to build a better future for their country, he knew that he was exactly where he was meant to be. But as the months went on, Jack began to notice a change in his friend. He seemed more distant, more focused on his own power than on the needs of the people. Jack tried to talk to him about it, but his friend brushed him off, insisting that everything was fine. One day, Jack received a message from an old colleague. It was a warning that his friend was planning to declare himself a dictator, and that he would stop at nothing to maintain his grip on power. Jack was torn. He had made a promise to his friend, but he couldn't stand by and watch as he destroyed everything they had worked so hard to build. He knew what he had to do. He gathered a group of loyal supporters and made a plan to confront his friend. It was a risky move, but Jack knew that it was the only way to save their country from ruin. As they made their way to the palace, Jack's heart was pounding in his chest. He didn't know what to expect, but he was ready for anything. When they arrived, they found the palace surrounded by soldiers. Jack and his supporters were outnumbered, but they refused to back down. As they approached the palace gates, Jack's friend appeared on the balcony. He looked down at them with a cold, calculating gaze. What is the meaning of this? He demanded. Jack stepped forward. We can't let you do this, he said. You're destroying everything we've worked for. His friend laughed. You're too late, he said. I've already won. And now, I'm going to make sure that none of you ever stand in my way again. With that, he signaled to the soldiers, and they began to advance on Jack and his supporters. It was a fierce battle, but Jack and his supporters fought with all their might. 
They were outnumbered, but they refused to give up. In the end, Jack emerged victorious. His friend was defeated, and he was forced to flee the country. As Jack looked out over the city, he knew that there was still much work to be done. But he also knew that he had the strength and determination to see it through. He had become a hero in his own story, and he was ready for whatever challenges lay ahead. Chapter 5 Jack stood at the balcony of the palace, looking out over the city. The sun was setting, casting a warm glow over the buildings and streets below. It had been a long day, but he felt a sense of satisfaction knowing that they had saved their country from ruin. As he turned to leave, he heard a soft voice behind him. Jack? He turned to see his friend's wife standing in the doorway. She looked tired and worried. Is everything okay? He asked. She hesitated for a moment and then said, I just wanted to thank you. For what you did today. It took a lot of courage and I know it wasn't easy. Jack smiled. I didn't do it alone, he said. We all did it together. She nodded. Still, I wanted to thank you. And to ask you something. What is it? He asked. She took a deep breath. My husband, he's not well. He's been under a lot of stress, and I think he's lost sight of what's important. I know you tried to talk to him, but he wouldn't listen. I was hoping that maybe you could try again. He trusts you, Jack. Maybe you could help him see reason. Jack hesitated. He knew that his friend was in a fragile state, and he didn't want to make things worse. But he also knew that he couldn't ignore the situation. I'll try, he said. But I can't promise anything. She nodded. Thank you, Jack. I know it's a lot to ask. As she left the room, Jack felt a sense of unease. He knew that the road ahead would be difficult, but he was determined to do whatever it took to save his friend and their country. The next day, Jack met with his friend in the palace gardens. They sat on a bench, surrounded by blooming flowers and chirping birds. Listen, Jack said. I know things have been tough lately, but we can't let that cloud our judgment. We have to stay focused on the needs of the people. His friend looked at him with a tired expression. I know, he said, but it's not that simple. There are so many forces working against us. I have to be careful. I understand, Jack said, but we can't let fear control us. We have to be brave and do what's right. His friend sighed. I wish it were that easy he said. It's not easy, Jack said. But it's necessary. We can't let our personal ambitions get in the way of the greater good. They sat in silence for a few moments, the only sound the rustling of leaves and the breeze. Finally, Jack's friend spoke. You're right, he said. I've been so focused on my own power that I've lost sight of what's important. I need your help. Jack. 
I need you to keep me grounded, to remind me of why we're doing this. Jack nodded. I'm here for you, he said. We're in this together. As they stood up to leave, Jack felt a sense of hope. He knew that there would be challenges ahead, but he also knew that they could overcome them. Together. Chapter 6. Jack and his friend worked tirelessly over the next few weeks to implement the changes they had discussed. They met with government officials, military leaders, and community members to gather input and make sure that their plans were feasible and effective. It was a challenging process, but Jack felt a sense of purpose and fulfillment that he had never experienced before. He was making a real difference in the lives of the people, and he knew that his friend felt the same way. But despite their progress, there were still those who opposed their efforts. Jack and his friend received threats on a daily basis, and there were several attempts on their lives. It was a constant reminder of the challenges they faced, and the danger that came with their positions of power. One day, as Jack was walking through the streets of the capital city, he was approached by a group of protesters. They were angry about the changes that had been made, and they accused Jack and his friend of being puppets of foreign powers. Jack tried to reason with them, but they grew more and more agitated. Suddenly, one of the protesters pulled out a gun and aimed it at Jack's head. In that moment, Jack's life flashed before his eyes. He thought of his family, his friends, and all the things he had yet to accomplish. But then, something inside him stirred. A sense of courage, of determination. He looked the protester in the eye and said, I'm not afraid of you. I believe in what we're doing here. And I'm willing to die for it. The protester hesitated for a moment and then lowered his gun. Jack breathed a sigh of relief and then walked away, his heart pounding in his chest. As he made his way back to the palace, he realized that he had truly become a hero in his own story. He had faced danger and adversity, and he had emerged stronger for it. And as he continued to work with his friend to build a better future for their country, he knew that he was exactly where he was meant to be. Chapter 7 Jack sat in his office, staring at the stack of papers on his desk. He had been working non-stop for weeks, trying to keep up with the demands of his new role as general of the country's military. It was a position he had never imagined himself in, but he was determined to do his best. As he flipped through the reports, he couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The country was still facing a number of challenges, and there were those who opposed their efforts at every turn. He leaned back in his chair and rubbed his eyes, feeling the weight of the world on his shoulders. He had always been a dreamer, but he had never imagined that his dreams would lead him to this. Just then, his phone rang. It was his friend, the leader of the country. Jack, we need to talk, his friend said, his voice tense. What's going on? Jack asked. There's been an attack on one of our military bases, his friend said. We need to respond quickly. Jack felt a surge of adrenaline. He had trained for this moment, but he had never actually faced it. He knew that the next few hours would be critical. 
he quickly gathered his team and headed to the base. As they arrived, they could see the smoke rising in the distance. It was clear that the attackers had used explosives to breach the perimeter. Jack and his team quickly assessed the situation and began to formulate a plan. They knew that time was of the essence and that they had to act quickly to prevent further damage. As they moved through the base, they encountered pockets of resistance. But Jack and his team were well-trained and they were able to neutralize the threat quickly. Finally, they reached the heart of the base where the attackers had set up a command center. Jack and his team moved in, guns at the ready. The room was chaotic, with gunfire and explosions ringing out in every direction. But Jack remained focused, determined to complete the mission. In the end, they were able to take down the attackers and secure the base. It was a hard-fought victory, but Jack felt a sense of pride knowing that they had protected their country and their people. As he made his way back to the palace, he couldn't help but feel a sense of exhaustion. But he also felt a sense of purpose. He had faced his fears and emerged stronger for it. And he knew that he was exactly where he was meant to be. Chapter 8 Jack sat in his office, staring at the stack of papers on his desk. He had been working non-stop for weeks, trying to keep up with the demands of his new role as general of the country's military. It was a position he had never imagined himself in, but he was determined to do his best. As he flipped through the reports, he couldn't help but feel a sense of unease. The country was still facing a number of challenges, and there were those who opposed their efforts at every turn. He leaned back in his chair and rubbed his eyes, feeling the weight of the world on his shoulders. He had always been a dreamer, but he had never imagined that his dreams would lead him to this. Just then, his phone rang. It was his friend, the leader of the country. Jack, we need to talk, his friend said, his voice tense. Chapter 9 Jack sat across from his friend, the leader of the country, feeling a sense of unease. They had just received news that a group of rebels was planning an attack on the capital city. We need to act quickly, his friend said, his voice urgent. We can't let them succeed. Jack nodded, his mind racing. He knew that they had to come up with a plan, and fast. We need to increase security in the city, Jack said. And we need to gather as much intelligence as we can on the rebels. His friend nodded. Agreed. But we also need to send a message. We can't let them think that they can get away with this. Jack knew what his friend was suggesting, and he didn't like it. You're talking about a show of force, he said. But that could just escalate the situation. I know, his friend said. But we have to do something. We can't just sit back and wait for them to attack. Jack sighed. He knew that his friend was right, but he also knew that there were risks involved. Okay, he said. But we have to be careful. We don't want to make things worse. Over the next few days, Jack and his team worked tirelessly to prepare for the potential attack. They increased security in the city, 
gathered intelligence on the rebels, and made plans for a show of force. As the day of the planned attack approached, tensions in the city were high. People were scared, and rumors were flying. Jack and his team were on high alert, ready for anything. But as the day wore on, it became clear that the attack wasn't going to happen. It was a relief, but also a reminder of the challenges they faced. Chapter 10 Jack sat in his office, looking out over the city. It had been a long and difficult journey, but they had finally reached a point of stability and progress. The rebels had been defeated, and the country was on a path towards prosperity and growth. Jack and his friend had worked tirelessly to ensure that the needs of the people were being met, and that their voices were being heard. As he looked back on the past few years, Jack couldn't help but feel a sense of pride. He had faced his fears and overcome incredible challenges, and he had emerged stronger for it. But he also knew that there was still work to be done. There were still those who opposed their efforts, and there were still challenges that lay ahead. As he stood up to leave his office, his friend walked in. Jack, I wanted to thank you, his friend said. For everything you've done for our country. I couldn't have done it without you. Jack smiled. It was a team effort, he said. We did it together. His friend nodded. But you were the one who kept me grounded, who reminded me of what was important. I'll never forget that. As they walked out of the palace, Jack felt a sense of hope. He knew that there would always be challenges and obstacles, but he also knew that they had the strength and determination to overcome them. Together, they had built a better future for their country, and Jack knew that they would continue to do so for years to come. As he looked out over the city, Jack knew that he had become a hero in his own story. And he was ready for whatever challenges lay ahead. The End Thank you for listening to our story. Make sure to stay subscribed to our podcast for the latest updates. This is Amalia Dupre, signing off from this podcast will make you sleep. Sweet dreams.